Welcome to the Foodist Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. So, Steph, it feels like it's been ages since we last podcasted. What have you been up to? Talk to me. We say this every time. This is a common theme now, isn't it? Um, what have I been up to? Oh, I've been trying to move house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do I need to say any more? Stressful. No. Stress. Frustrated. Stressful. I thought you were looking Not... extra good. <laughs> yeah. Not the easy, glaringly fun experience I thought it was going to be. Oh, you'll get there in the end, though, won't you? <laughs> good <laughs> things come to those who wait. That is all I can hold on to right now. It's like the weight loss journey. You know, you've got to go through the highs and the lows, but just trust the process. I mean, if I'm sitting in a new house on a sofa and I can be like, yeah, this was hard, but this makes it even better. You know, mm-hmm. same same thing, right? Same, same. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So this week we are talking how to deal with hunger. But I'm bum bum done. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have like a little uh, dramatic music popped in there if you can edit that in as well. Um so Steph, talk to me. Hunger whilst dieting. Yeah. So this is a common complaint from many yo-yo dieters. Should you be hungry whilst you're dieting? Should you not? Where do we sit on the fence of all of this? I think that's what we're going to dive into deep today. Mm-hmm. So to give us give our overview broadcast effort of, right, where should you be sitting on the scale? I think you can't expect to never be hungry. But mm-hmm. if you are so hungry, you want to jump into a black hole of not dieting, then you're too hungry. That's You're not doing the diet right. I've got uh, a wee view on this one. So I think like when you start experiencing hunger through being in a deficit or sometimes it's not even been in deficit, like it's just adjust adjusting from how you previously were eating to maybe a lower calorie. There's a massive difference. Like the feelings, like the hormones and feelings of hunger is different to what you just said. Like I have it sometimes where stupidly I train a thousand times a day and, um, sometimes my calories be so low that I feel physically like weak and a little bit lightheaded or a little bit like you can almost feel like when you're you're actually genuinely hungry like your body is calling out for you because it's fatigued tired and and almost just like empty but there's a big difference between feeling like that and feeling your stomach feeling crying out for something because it's used to having it like there's almost that like it takes a while to learn the difference between the two. Mm. Yes, and that only comes from experience, I think. There's also the really annoying saying of, before you eat any food, if you feel hungry, have a drink. But it's kind of along, along the same lines of, it's the battle between, is it mental or is it physical? Like, are you actually yeah. hungry? 100%. Like, right now, I can tell you people that my stomach feels hungry. <laughs> But in myself, I feel on top of the world. Like I could literally feel like I could, I couldn't run. I don't want to say run, but I could certainly go do some exercise and not feel like weak or tired or fatigued. It's just that, you know, it's recording this about four o'clock. 
you know, got that afternoon slump in. My body's going, oh, feed me. I don't actually need food, though. Hmm. What we also forget as human beings is we have enough energy, i.e. enough fat cells, to last us a decent amount of time, right? Anyone listening to this podcast has food options available to them somewhere, somehow, right? We're not starving hungry. We're not living in Africa and not eating for the last X amount of days. And it's, I know it's extreme to say, but it is actually the reality is we have enough stores energy stores calorie stores to see us through for a good you know few weeks yeah 100 percent. and i think like uh a, you literally hit the nail on the head a couple of um sort of talks over was it's a mental it's a massive mental battle because what i always think to people when people say to me like oh i can't do this i'm literally starving is you're not it's if you're say like any mums or dads out there when they've had like a really busy day and then they'll get to the evening and be like, oh, I haven't eaten anything since breakfast because they're so rushed off their feet. You don't like your brain doesn't start going like oh, we should eat. We should eat. You're so focused on what you've been doing that it, even if like, say you play sport, for example, like it happens to me where I might go six, seven hours without eating, but not thinking about it all of a sudden. But if I, I had lunch like two hours ago and now I'm sat here and I'm like, I'm hungry. So, yeah, I guess that brings us into the thing of, are you hungry because your diet is just so terribly poor and not balanced? Or are you hungry because you're in too big of a calorie deficit? Are you hungry because you haven't actually eaten in seven days? I guess those are things we could go into, right? Yeah, take us away, Steph. Mm. So when we talk about hunger... There's two main things we've got to think about. So first and foremost is looking at the calorie balance that we have. So let's say Debbie's maintenance calories is 2000 calories a day on average, roughly. So if she is in a 500 calorie deficit a day, she's eating 1500 calories a day. She's in a moderate deficit there. If she's in a bigger deficit, let's say she's eating 1000 calories a day. She's holding a lot of energy back from her body, a lot of calories back. So the likelihood of her being hungrier is higher. But we can then look at counteracting that. So two things we look at with hunger is first and foremost is calories. How big is your calorie deficit? And second is your protein intake. So protein helps to keep us fuller for longer. So let's say to keep it nice and simple, the bigger the calorie deficit, not the more protein you need, but the more you have to be aware of keeping your protein intake up to keep you nice and full. Mm-hmm. once you've sorted those two things out think about food volume think about the nutrients that you're eating so for someone that's in a calorie deficit debbie she would be wise to think about right what's the size of my calorie deficit how much protein am i eating and then with that because what a lot of people kind of get lost with is okay steph you're telling me i can eat whatever i want and i can still lose weight Yes, but if you've got no protein in there, your nutritional value, and when I say nutritional value, I mean fruit and vegetables, micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, phytochemicals, those kind of things. Food volume, right? So low calorie, high volume, get that onto your plate so that you feel nice and full. So again, psychologically, you feel like you're eating up to maintenance calories. You're feeling nice and full. Yeah. 
Okay, ramble over. Hey, Go on. Yeah, I've got a question for you, Steph, and I'm going to make loads of assumptions here. So I apologise if I assume wrong, but um, say like uh, previously, if I had gone on like a, de- a deficit, but hadn't cared about maybe my nutritional intake, like say I was still eating 2000 calories a day, say, but it was all based on chicken nuggets, turkey dinosaurs, and say waffles. Um, well, that's a good diet. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. But I guess like now, I'm getting a little bit older. I know it's a shock, but um, I've, I try to be more aware of what nutri- nutritional content I have in my diet, especially when I'm going through a cut. Now, I'm assuming that a lot of people you work with maybe aren't so sort of aware of nutritional content. They're not aware, but maybe previously haven't taken it into. Does Do you find that when people first start a lean bean, do they really struggle to understand and like kind of like cope with, I guess, changing from chicken nuggets and waffles? And I'm not saying anyone does do that. That's just me. But let's be honest, we all do that. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? But, Sometimes. But do you think, um, I guess, as people become more aware of nutrition rather than just food, it becomes easier to have a cut or... So people that come from the turkey dinosaur diet. Such a good diet. I know, so good. You should make this a thing. (laughs) So people that come from that diet, they generally, once they start or they've become a lean bean, we will firstly focus on tweaking as little as possible. Mm -hmm. Then what I tend to see as a pattern is over the weeks and months, once you get more in control of your calories and your protein, then people tend to start thinking more about, okay, veg is going to be helpful for me. It's going to probably help to keep me fuller for longer. So I wouldn't say it's something that we initially focus on or people want to initially focus on. Because I feel feel like anyone that goes on a diet, they're told to eat salads for breakfast, lunch and dinner. So I'm, I'm very keen to get away from, you need to make sure you've got loads of greens on your plate because it's, it's not at, it is an essential part, but it's not like the primary goal that we need to focus on. Right. If your goal is to lose weight, lose body fat, that's not where you need to focus your energy to start with. I um, This was like really like driven into me at a young age, right? Um, but that was such a big part of like, I don't know why, where does this come from? But it was like, uh, to lose weight, you have to eat loads of vegetables and this, that and the other. Um, and it like put that in such a negative light for me and it took me years to like unprogram myself to think that way Mm. it's it's a funny one though because like it's not not important Mm -hmm. like you know we need essential vitamins minerals nutrients to survive and function but we definitely place too much emphasis on it with the goal of wanting to lose weight in mind Mm -hmm. definitely okay my question i guess now to get back onto the hunger thing which has coincided with this is do you think that having a not a poor diet but a less nutritional diet has a more of an impact on hunger levels are we talking like turkeys dinosaurs with a side of peas or is there no peas on the plate 
There's no peas on the plate. Okay. So how say that again? So say someone has come on from the turkey dinosaur diet, yeah. and we, you know, got them in the calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not changing their diet routine too much. Do they find their hunger spikes more than say if they were having turkey dinosaurs with peas and carrots? Oh, never carrots. Ew. I'm not a fan. No, I don't like carrots. Um, so the answer is yes, because turkey dinosaur diets usually come from your way overeating above your maintenance. Therefore, eating turkey dinosaurs in a calorie deficit, you're then hungry. Like you said, at the start of a diet, you're you're hungrier because you're taking calories away that you've been eating for the last however long, months, years. So that's when people like lean beans will then think, right, okay, I'm in my calorie deficit. What do I now need to tweak to ensure that I can stay a bit fuller? And then things like peas, carrots for some, let's let's be honest, come into the equation. But we're still talking, we're still going to look at protein before that, right? If we're looking at a hierarchy of what's important, getting your protein intake up on a daily basis is going to come before the peas. Before the peas? <laughs> I don't really like peas. I'm not going to like that. <gasps> Would you go carrots over peas? Yeah, I'd go beans over peas. No, that was not a question. There's <laughs> an option somewhere. You're feeding, um, you're feeding into the whole turkey dinosaur diet yeah, there with the beans. I'd say what I'm eating for dinner tonight. Um, <laughs> I, I guess another question is... And it kind of comes in hand with, like, I guess, like, the turkey dinosaur diet. I don't know where the turkey dinosaur diets come from, but that's all I can think about now. But um, I guess, like, volume, like, Mm. calorie-dense food volume. Does, I guess, eating high-volume food in a deficit better for hunger spikes? 100% physically and mentally. Physically... You are getting lots of calorie, um, sorry, lots of volume of food for not many calories. Mentally, you can literally stack your plate out. Don't do it mm-hmm. with carrots. Do it with like broccoli or something. Yeah, to be fair. Um, what about like leeks? Where you sit on leeks? Yeah, these. Ah, oh, yeah, leeker. Yeah. But like, okay. I'd go like cheesy link leeks and then that kind of <laughs> <laughs> cheesy leeks with a side of turkey dinosaur. Oh. Now we're talking. <laughs> anyway, oh, well. yes. So, getting the mental and the physical side, you're covering it all by doing that. So, yes, it's definitely a good thing to bring into the equation. I'm just going to go off on a wee tangent, but I'm just going to talk about personal experience because that's what I like to do. But currently, I was saying to Steph beforehand, I'm going through a bit of a deficit at the moment. I've been three or four weeks now really serious to it and i was just started like bulking out my meals because what was happening before like i was having probably like the same amount of calories my food portions were like so small and like for me like i couldn't again i couldn't eat volume foods all the time because it gets repetitive Mm. and boring like sometimes i will just have like a bowl of pasta and accept that i'm gonna have a smaller portion but like I've been like really buffing it out with like carrots, peas, sweet corn, 
like just to give like the volume the density of food as well because sometimes like finding that like balance between the two because if i eat pasta and a small portion of pasta every day yeah mentally i might be like a-okay but like also i'd find those hunger spikes 100 percent. it's it's finding that perfect balance like you say my palate for eating vegetables for breakfast lunch and dinner is is non-existent like no mm-hmm. one no one likes to do that no one wants to do that so in our lean bean group in the facebook group at the moment we're doing a snack challenge and how i've broken it down is that every time that they post their snack so they've got to post their snack each day or snacks are plural i want to know it's a productive or a pleasure snack so it's either productive slack snack in slack snack snack in terms of is it protein based is it nutrient dense based or is it pleasure based like one of my lean beans she had what was it she had toast with butter and jam obviously a pleasure pleasure snack because sometimes that's what you need that's so good <laughs> so good isn't it, it it cut like toast oh i know oh so good but there we go right it's not every meal or snack you eat has to be 100 percent. like okay i'm just gonna keep going back to my own experiences at the moment but so like i am really really good with nutritional content at the moment so i'm really aware of it you know just trying to be the healthiest version of myself um because i'm so alone but um (laughs) but like occasionally like the other day i was just like i need something that is good for my soul as a snack and i went and got a jammy wagon wheel they're like 140 (sighs) thousand and i was literally like like mentally i was so like recharged like did it help with hunger feeling hunger no but like mentally i was just like i've had it it's out the way so good let's get back on it pleasure snack there it is oh and it was an extra pleasure yeah another example is one of my lean beans she is absolutely rocking her calorie deficit at the moment she's rocking it protein levels are up but she's really struggling to drink enough water right she's on probably she reckons averages about half a liter a day so we always recommend higher than that yeah like jumbo if you can't if you're watching this <laughs> if you're listening his face is screwed up like a little alien goodness me i know right but as i've said to her we've got to look at the bigger picture here you've got so many of your other ducks in line let's just not worry too much about water because she's like she's worried about it and she's trying to focus on it and you know she's putting a lot of emphasis on oh my god I just can't drink enough water at the moment, which when I said that out loud, it sounds a bit weird, <laughs> ridiculous. But anyway, but we're not, I've said to her, everything is going fine right now. Let's not change anything too much. We don't need to put more emphasis on it. You're not hungry. You're doing fine. Just keep doing what we're doing, right? Our end goal is to shift into that next weight category down in a close size. So, you're doing good with that, so let's just continue on. So again, finding that fine balance. Steph, I have a question. Mm. Uh, I feel like people want to know, like I can't stop thinking about it now. Can you list your best pleasure snacks? Is that what you called them? Yeah, pleasure snacks. And productive snacks. 
Productive snacks. Go on. Give me your favorite on one side and your favorites, like current as well. I don't want like you mm. use your nutrition brain and going like this is the best answer. Right now, what you're doing, pleasures and production. So I've got two snacks in my day at the moment. My yeah. I actually have a balance of one each. So my product my production snack is the yogurts you get from Aldi, you know, that are in like the packet packets that you can oh, like, yeah, sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh love it. Yeah. Protein puddings yet? Yeah, um, they're okay. Oh, you love them. I'm literally sponsored by them. <laughs> oh, okay. He sh- for those listening, I've had Jambo's face stretched to like three times the size because his mouth is so wide, and he's just shown me a protein pudding in our video. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Well, there's your productive snack. So yeah, the sippy ones, absolutely love them. Twenty grams of protein, easy, done. My. Mm-hmm. Pleasure snack is actually at the moment prawn cocktail crisps. Oh, which mm. ones? My favorite flavor of crisp. They're your favorite flavor. Yeah, hundred percent. Walkers. Oh, the Walkers ones. I go for the Watsits. Oh my god, I have not tried those. They are pen. Oh, okay. The, the giant Watsits as well. So you've got Walkers and you've got yogurt, basically. Yeah. Just those two. Yep, I'm quite a creature of habit at the moment when it comes to snacking. Let me tell the listeners what I do at the moment because I know everyone wants inspiration because I'm always like this, right? Yeah. Low cal snacks. Okay, so Rice Krispie squares. I think they're 160, 70 maybe. I mm-hmm. could be lying. Tunnocks caramel wafer. Oh, not had this. Oh yeah, the little golden red wafer bars oh yes 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 yeah yeah i think they're like 170 calories jammy wagon wheels they're all like around 150 to 180 calories but they're they're so good for the soul Mm. like have them with a cup of tea sometimes i have them before training so they're my um pleasure snacks Mm -hmm. productive snacks productive no Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah little protein puddings regardless of what steph says are incredible okay they do a really good protein bar as well. They do a chocolate mousse. But also what I've been doing, and this is a little bit naughty, um, is I've been eating Lidl's protein, or not protein, like low-cal ice cream in the bath. Ooh! It makes me feel fabulous. Mm. Like, it, like the whole experience together. I feel like a diva. Yeah, 100%. I've got my little ore strip on my nose. <laughs> I've got, you know, I've got conditioner in my beard and I've got my, uh-huh. my protein yogurt and it's like 375 calories. And I tell you what, for the mind, that, and that's productive. That's a productive, mm. it's like 25 or 30 grams of protein in one of those. Mm. But it's the experience that makes my mind. So you go. Side note, side note. On, if you have 10 baths, Yes. How many times out of ten do you make the bath too hot? You have to get out early. No, I'm I'm pretty good at this. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I'd say maybe one in ten is too hot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm probably about one in ten. Maybe one no, and a half. Yeah, m- maybe half. Are you okay? Next question. This is going off massive tangent. Do you sit in the bath and then fill up with hot water every now and then? Turn it on, turn it off the tap, or are you just a sit? Done with your bath, get out. 
um just sit and stew in it really yeah yeah oh i I like i thought you were saying like as i fill up the bath do i like fill up a little bit and then get in and then fill up a little bit more i was like some people do that that's the thing i don't do that do you (laughs) do you get into the bath while it's still running no or do you wait till it's full wait ah wait and then i get in it's a comfortable temperature i'm sitting for a few minutes maybe 10 minutes and then i'll let some out and then put some more hot water in goodness your water bill hashtag cost of living hey it's my one pleasure and i love yeah, yeah. well add some little high protein ice cream in there uh-huh all and right Deal. you've not you just got like pleasure you've got production I'm not sure that sounds right, but <laughs> <laughs> you've got the full whack there. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I do think, like, all laughing and joking aside, I do think like a big part of like, um, say, like, uh, like going into a deficit and like dieting, um, is like changing a lot of stuff, and then you take a lot of joy out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, like I love to eat chocolate buttons on a Sunday night in front of the TV. But when you take completely like remove that, you like lose that. Like it's not just the fact that I'm eating chocolate buttons. It's that it's a Sunday evening. I've got a candle lit. The lamp is on. I'm watching Netflix. Like it's the only time of the week really that I do that. So then when you like kind of like take away that, you lose a lot of joy. Mm. So like I really try to, and I'd always say like to people is like. I know it sounds stupid and we laughed about it, but sitting in the bath and having ice cream, for example, like it's an experience, a part of it. It's like creating a new good experience habit. Okay. So why do people go to Waitrose compared to going to Audi? I'll answer that for you then. They go to Waitrose for the experience. They go for the wider aisles. They go for the customer service. This is what you've got to take into your weight loss journey is the experience is what you are there for just Mm -hmm. like you are saying and it's you keep coming back time and time again for more because you're enjoying it like you say chocolate buttons on a sunday evening if that's the experience that you need to keep in to keep you consistent keep it in my sisters i think like a big part of i think hunger in like when you're in a calorie deficit is you, you, I think a lot of the time your routine changes, you become more aware of your eating your food. And then like, if you take away the joy out of it, I think it really like amplifies the fact that you feel hungry because it's a mental thing. Like, like we just said, like the pleasure snacks, right? They, you know, even if they're low calorie, like a, a wagon wheel or a, a rice crispy square, it's not like all of a sudden that you're getting loads of calories so that all of a sudden you're like, it might be the same as two apples, but it's the that experience and enjoying it and the creating that new routine and like not taking away the fact that you know those things that you used to do before it makes it still enjoyable i think enjoyment is you take that away and that amplifies the negatives that go with anything and if you can keep that at the forefront of your mind like i said at the start you are going to have times when you feel a little bit hungry when you're dieting like you're not going to ever fully get away from that. But if you're enjoying the experience, you're then more able to deal with those 
small times that you are hungry you'll be like well you know this is how I feel right now I can deal with it I can manage it you know I'm probably having my productivity snack in an hour you're good whereas if you're constantly negative 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 this is bad this is hard I'm hungry all the time you're done I'm not trying to get all your, your lean beans onto eating chocolate buttons or anything but like one thing that I really do like is say like on a Friday evening or like a Friday afternoon, I'm feeling like hungry and I'm like, have that urge to like splurge. Um, I'll still have like a productive or a pleasure snack, maybe just something small, but like also keep in mind that on this, on my Sunday evening, I still have chocolate buttons out the fridge as well. Oh, um, yes. Got to be out And like, like just to think about like at that point, I can enjoy it because you do have to in any walk of life, you have to go through a little bit of suffering to enjoy pleasure. Which circles straight back to my house move. Yeah, exactly. God, it's like we planned this. We actually, side note, didn't. Fantastic. Well, yeah. So I definitely think like there's so much like, un, there's almost like unwritten stuff to, I think what you go through when you're in a deficit and you're hungry like that. Yeah, you can you know have an apple and drink plenty of water and but a huge part of it is mindset and it kind of like accepting mindset and you're going to go through those lows but you'll have the highs yes and this is where shameless plug but it is really important the power of coaching because so many people are in the all or nothing mindset and you know one pang of hunger and your toast your jam (laughs) your butter and jam on toast you know but if you have someone there in your corner being like, no, look, this is what we're focusing on. This is what we're taking from this experience. Let's take this into, you know, tomorrow, next week, blah, blah. And having someone to kind of share those, that journey experiences with can't be it. Can I give you a shameless plug as well? Mm. I know like this is rare, but I messaged you mm. maybe two weeks That's ago. That's not rare. That's not right. Well, uh, it's all day, every day. But um, I messaged you about being in a, a being in a deficit and the scales hadn't moved. Sometimes mm. you need that. Like I have done this a million times. I I know the process. But even times where like I am, I just needed to hear it from somebody that everything would be okay. Messaged you, got my free service out of you, and then you know it just helps like like that clarity as well after that i can remember just thinking like just relax just trust the process it's fine for the people listening i've been in a deficit and for three and a half weeks the scales literally did not move i was counting all my calories i'm training loads i'm getting my steps in and everything and sometimes that's just how it is drop right down like literally i I should have like plotted it all but I literally dropped, I think, like two kilos down from like uh, for three weeks. I was at 103 and then I went down to 101 or 100.8, I think it was. So, yeah, shameless plug to you, Steph. A problem shared is a problem halved. And if you need that extra little bit, you'll probably get a video response from me being like, it's OK. We got this. Oh, got a face for radio, but maybe not. <laughs> 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 okay Steph let's have a quick round up then so round up hunger 
allow it to be what it's going to be, but focus on those main points of calories first, protein second, nutrients third. Once you've got that in line, get some accountability, share your problems, know that to change, it's going to take a little, a little bit of hard work, you know, it's, that's life. Um, and make sure you have some chocolate buttons on a Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. I do think that's a huge part of hunger in a deficit is you're going to be hungry, but like, don't take the like enjoyment away from life because that's where you downfall. So have your pleasure snacks, have your jammy wagon wheels, tonic wafers bars, rice krispies, <laughs> uh, <laughs> popcorn, ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ice cream in the bath. Yeah, popcorn is a good one, but some sometimes because you get lots of bang for your buck because you can eat lots of you know you're dipping your hand into the yeah packet Giant a lot. Prawn and cocktail. What's it? Oh, I'm. I need to go and get those. I think like a giant bag is like 600 calories. Now that's a lot, but pleasure snack. Hashtag pleasure I mean, snack. I mean, I mean it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's all it's all important stuff. All jokes aside, love it. Love right, it, love Steph, it. where can we find you? You can find me on social media at foodislife.nutrition. You can also head into the show notes, sign up to my email list, and you get lots of emails about chocolate buttons and baths and sometimes the occasional um, educational piece from me. Um, Yeah, that's probably where you should find me. Jambo, where can we find you? You can find me strictly on Instagram at jambo.the.great. Again, for the <laughs> listeners that didn't see that, I got a, what do you call that? Like a handgun click thing. Finger gun, yeah, finger gun. Finger gun, yes. Yeah, I'm a it. pro. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You're not going to sign off. I'm signing off. Oh, I'll sign off. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, guys. And um, we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.